Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Today is actually March the 14th. Time is going by really, really fast. They say time goes by fast when you're having fun. So I don't know if people are having fun or what's going on with this time. And if many of you may have forgot to set your clock forward, hopefully you have done so. So, again, I want to thank you for joining me today. I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me as well as giving me the activity of my limb. I also want to thank the loyal listeners that have been joining in on the show as we have been talking about a variety of different subjects. Now, today's topic has to do with moving forward. Now, if you are feeling stuck, if you are dealing with a lot of clutter in your life, be it a relationship, it could be a marriage, it could be where you're living, it could be where you're working, it could be who you're married to, who you are even friends with. When we talk about moving forward, moving forward means a lot of different things to different individuals. Now, the term moving forward has the same meaning as going forward. However, moving forward from a situation is not as simple as many people think. And we're going to be talking about that. Now, I already have individuals calling in, joining me on the line, and we're going to be talking about some of the fears that individuals may have, some of the things they may be holding on to, So let me log on my first caller as we talk about this topic. Hi, this is Jeanette Abney. Welcome to Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio, number MNN55. How are you doing? Hey. Okay. Hey. (laughs) I still don't know who this is, but okay. How are you doing? And I want to thank you for joining me on the show as we're going to be talking about moving forward. How are you doing today? Okay. Okay. I'm doing good. You know who it is. I don't. I'm trying to catch on to the voice, but I don't. Uh, I don't maybe I'm one of a kind. Oh, Gilbert, is this you? <laughs> yeah. Okay, the voice sounds kind of different today. So we're going to be talking about moving forward, and I know you have a lot to share because you own the move right about now. Let me log on the next caller. So this is like a Mississippi number. Ooh, I, I got people out there too. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Purchase Predicaments, Rock Tech Radio, number ending in 3-1. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, ma'am. Yourself? I am. You know what? I am well. I am well. So I'm glad I have two gentlemen on the line because I'm going to be waiting on other people that are going to be calling in on the show today because when we talk about this topic, moving forward, like I said, it means a lot of things are different things to different people when we talk about that. So I'm going to ask you, Mr. Hamilton, when you saw the topic moving forward, what came to your mind with moving forward? Um. Well, my mind came forward with getting better health uh, habits and improving my health. Mm-hmm. Improving your health. Okay. You know, and that's a good thing because sometimes we got to 
move forward with certain things, even when it has to, it, when it is related to our health. I was telling people that my daughter told me March the first I had to go vegan. So I've been, I've been doing good. I admit, I cheated twice. I, I cheated twice. You know, and uh, when I cheated, I paid for it because I had already been eating healthy, and I've already, I haven't stepped on the scale in about two days, two or three days. But prior to that, I've lost six pounds already. Just changing my eating habits. And that was hard for me because, do you know I love me some cheese. And, you know, Pete had this vegan lasagna the other day. Ooh, it was so good. So I'm finding that there's things that I can't eat, things that I can do. So I'm, I'm very proud of myself. But yesterday I went to um, Outback Steakhouse, and I still got a lot of my food from yesterday, but I got a whole lot of salads in the refrigerator. So when we talk about moving forward with our health, you know, see, a lot of individuals our age are failing to take care of themselves because they always thought that they would go live forever, things wouldn't go fall apart. I just got off the phone with one of my old neighbors, and she was telling me some of the things that was going on with her medically, you know, with her vision, with her health, with her. We just like, we just, we just ignored some things. But once we get that news or once we figure some things out, we got we to gotta do better. I always say when we know better, we can do better. Okay? Gilbert, I'm going to ask you. That is you, true. Moving forward. What came to your mind when you saw the topic moving forward? <coughs> Leaving people behind. Hey. <laughs> you know what, Gilbert? <laughs> that one is huge. That one is huge. Leaving people behind. You know, because sometimes we talk about moving forward in a relationship. Some individuals find excuses to justify why they wish certain people. Some individuals are in toxic marriages, toxic friendships, and they don't know how to let things go and move forward. And we're going to be talking about that today on the air. It looks like Dee's call just dropped. So let me log on the next caller. Hi, this is Jennifer. Hello, Ms. Bryant. You know you're the only one I know right now with a, a Las Vegas area code, so I noticed you. So I want to thank you for the invite and being obedient. I appreciate you. Okay? Okay, Gilbert, it sounds like you got some background noise. I'm not sure, but I'm hearing a lot of background noise. So let's try to minimize. I'm in the shower. I'm going to mute it, all right? Okay. I'm in the shower. I'll mute it. All right. Thank you. Okay. Jennifer, will we talk about? I always say Jennifer. Will we talk about Ms. Ryan? Will we talk about moving forward? What comes to your mind with moving forward? Not may have said your first name wrong, but what comes to your mind when you talk about moving forward? Uh, my purpose in life. Okay. What do you mean by that? Um, what I mean by that, what I'm truly here on earth for, what I've been predestined. Mm to do you know i i have a a family of course you know my husband uh, we have children and and i'm learning uh more and more to redefine who i am and and um i'm moving towards what i was predestined to do so when i say Mm -hmm. i'm moving forward like things that i've set goals prior to the husband prior to the children the things that I want to fulfill that uh, Paul said it best, that I'm pressing towards the mark of the prize. My husband is not mm-hmm. my prize. My is not my prize. 
So what is my prize? So my prize is to live eternally with Jesus Christ and his Father God in heaven, the creator. So my mm-hmm. mindset is not on things on this earth because moving forward sometime, you can look at your circumstances that are temporal mm-hmm. and you can't because you're mm-hmm. looking at something that really is not true to the fact that it bothers you to become a belief, an unbeliever of who the creator is. So when I think mm-hmm. about moving forward, I think about an individual microscopic checklist of Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, mm-hmm. not my husband, not the children, not my mother, not the, my father, not my siblings, not my uh, mm-hmm. co-workers, friends. I think about Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Now, some may say that know, selfish. Mm-hmm. There's a difference in selfish and self-care. A lot of times right. we hold on for things for so long till we right. are afraid to let go. I was watching a show, and my daughter and I were talking about it, and it, it brought something to my attention about individuals that have been in long-term relationships, and they was afraid of being alone. And it was deeper than the fear of being alone. It was more of a lot of times they may think that this is the best that I could do. I never viewed it from that point of view. And sometimes it's not an excuse. It's an explanation. So people feel stuck. They feel trapped. You know, I work with individuals that are victims of domestic violence, individuals that have histories of drug and alcohol use and court orders. And a lot of times they are afraid to move forward because they don't know what's ahead of them, or they stuck in the past. And that path gives them that safety and that security. So moving oh, forward they don't want to be... can be a circumstance or a situation. Now, what were you saying, Gilbert? That I didn't know Gilbert they're not okay with, they're, they're not, they're not okay with um, by the, being by themselves yet. Like, they're not just used to them in their own space either. You know what I mean? Mhm. Mhm. You know, because when you move forward, you got to take baby steps. No one said it's going to be easy. No one said it's going to be everything's going to be peaches and cream. No. But if you, it's like quicksand. If you don't move forward, sometimes you can sink deeper and deeper into that hole, which can lead to anxiety whether it's relationship anxiety, and we can talk a little bit about that, depression, suicidal yeah. thoughts, drugs and alcohol use, more toxic relationships because people will jump on another relationship on a rebound because they don't know which way to go. They're kind of lost. That's, that's the way I look at it. you just lost. Now, part of getting to the point to where you want to move forward is you have to make a decision. I want to talk about the stages of change. We have what's called pre-contemplation, when you're like, you know what? I know I need to do this. I know I need to get this weight off of me. I know I need to So you're pre-contemplating it. Then you're contemplating it. Like, okay, you're looking at it from a different perspective. Then you take the action. Then you've got to maintain it. Jennifer, what do you think about that when we start talking about, because in order to get people moving, we got to get them going. We gotta get them motivated. We gotta get them to step out some time on faith. 
we got to let them know, you know what, babe, you're going to be okay. Because I'm going to go back to a relationship. A lot of times when there's kids involved, when there's money involved, when there's years involved in a relationship, people are so used to being unhealthy. Got you to that place, Jennifer, where you said, you know what, I got to move. I got to take the spot. I got to do something about this. Um, it honestly, uh, it's a thing of, oh, oh, uh, who I am. Okay. And sometimes we could get mm-hmm. so caught up in worldly things on earth, the, the, the children, the husband, the house, the finances that we check out of who we are, which first we are mm-hmm. a spirit with because I come from a Christian background, my, my my father being a reverend, my mother being an evangelist, and then myself and my siblings, that's all we had around us. But then we still had mm-hmm. the thing of, I want to make my mom proud, make my father proud. want to make people proud. And I think what happens is we begin to lose ourselves at a very young age, try, trying to get that validation mm-hmm. from us. Mm-hmm. So there then we when we get into relationships, we want to get the, the validation from the boyfriend or the girlfriend. Then it becomes the husband, and the, then it becomes the wife. And we're looking for their validation so we didn't lost ourselves in what I would call the abyss. My my mm-hmm. my saying to my, my saying to my husband and my children is, well, you know what? Every man for himself, God for us all. God for us all. That's how I move forward. I want to share some information because you brought up about the relationship. It talks about the top 12 times it's time to move on from a relationship. Because sometimes, I mean, I, I, the covenant of marriage, I get that. I was going through my Facebook, you know, the memories, and my pastor, Janice L., he and I did a show about don't pick your own rib. Sometimes we get caught up in relationships or, shall I say, situationships, and individuals, we think, this is my soulmate, this is the person for me. Man, that may be the person that will take you under. That may be the person that came to kill, steal, and destroy you. But yet you think, I can't let this person go because I'm used to this person. But it talks about the top 12 signs it's time to move on from a relationship. Number one. When you live in the past more than in the present, Jennifer, can you speak on that a little bit? When you live in past memories more than the present, that it's time to um, move on? Well, you know, I, I, honestly, it's like with myself, um, I think of the past as a learned lesson. What did I, you know? So if I if I jump back into the past of something that has happen event that has taken place, I have to ask myself, okay, so what did you learn from that? You know, mm-hmm. one, Christian, I'm not supposed to sit up and keep the wrongdoings of someone that has hurted me and on them as an account, too. Because right. in a relationship, in a marriage, if one has hurt one, if a husband has hurt a wife or a wife has hurt a husband and it's at the stake that they're saying that we, you know, uh, we're not separating, we're not going to divorce, we're not going to leave each other alone, then that's where forgiveness is supposed to 
stand in and take place. Mm-hmm. It's a very subject when it comes down to marriages because some people say, I got in this because he was cute. I got in this because, you know, I was in love. Mm-hmm. I got in but then when you begin to understand your marriage, it's after 10 years. I hate to tell anybody that if you think the first 10 years is that, that's your bliss time, you know, that's your bliss time of learning each other and this and that. I'm only speaking from experience for me. And, and every time that a year came by and something came up and I brought it up, then I had to be slapped in my head because of who I am in Christ Jesus. It was like, so you're going to hold this on a person, um, but you want me to forgive you. And I think that's the problem with the world today. We tend to want to ask God to forgive us or say if, if you, to the universe, oh, let me get my aura together. I'm off because of this person. I'm off because of that person. But me as as an individual, I, I sometimes have to get slapped in the back of my head for God to say, wait a minute, you want me to forgive you, but you can't forgive mm-hmm. him. So, so let me to move this. forward. Mm-hmm. Let, let me say this. I hear what you're saying. But forgiveness is to set yourself free. Free. You're going to forgive so that you won't hold on to that pain and keep carrying that pain. But it doesn't mean that you have to stay a victim. A lot of times individuals will be re-victimized by the person that they forgave because the person don't know any better. Then you know it's or time to move I- on. It's that I'm going to keep forgiving you and keep forgiving you and keep forgiving you. Now we got a mess. We got a toxic relationship. Now I need to go. And that goes to the second one. When the relationship brings you more pain than joy, when you got more pain than joy, time to move on. You can well, you know, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say And not to bring my personal life onto your show, mm-hmm. but my husband can't bring me joy nor happiness. If I look to my husband for joy and happiness, I have made that man my God. And I refuse to even make my mother and father my God. You know what I'm saying? Correct. So can no individual person bring me happiness and joy when all of that is of the Lord? Now, if Correct. if we're having issues... If I forgive you, that's just like the Bible said, Jesus said, well, how many times his disciples asked, how many times should we forgive someone? Jesus himself said 70 times seven. That's 490 days. And FYI, he wasn't saying over the years, that was per day if a person have wronged you. So I have to go with what I know as far as the word of God. Now, people might say, oh, I wouldn't take that, or I wouldn't do this, or I wouldn't deal with that. Let me say this. this. I hear you, but it goes back to when I was talking to my my pastor and I did the show about picking your own rib. Sometimes we get ourselves caught up in situations with people that are ungodly. They're not going to make them godly. You know, I, I remember after my pastor once about my marriage, my last, my marriage to Byron. And one day on the show, he just straight out said, I knew that wasn't going to work. I thought it was going to work. I was willing to put in the work. 
I was willing because I thought that I knew him and I thought he was a familiar spirit. But my oh, parents well. thought something that married or in that relationship background check. that he knew that was not going to work. not the man for you. Now, I could have said, well, I'm going to stay married. I'm going to do, mm-mm. I had to keep it moving. Don't mean I didn't care about him. Don't mean I didn't love him. But I could not, and I would not. That's where we got to know the difference between what God is telling us and what we want to do ourselves. Now, the next now, yeah, talks I, about and, and, and I, I tell you this much, as far as marriage goes, um, that I don't, I don't, honestly, I've made this to somebody about my but at the end of the day, I have to listen to the Lord. And I, I'm, I refuse to let anybody take me from knowing who I know I am in the Lord. And so sometimes we, we try to, we try to say, well, what, what you think is best for you? I don't see counsel. I put it like this. I don't see counsel from anyone that have had, uh, marital issues. I don't care if you can mm-hmm. see the Jake. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't see counsel for anybody that is not on my level with Christ. See, I can listen to man and get in trouble with God in the end. I, I'm not going to do that, you know? And that's one thing about moving forward. I don't go uh, to church. Uh-huh. I have a question for you, Jennifer. I have a question for you. My question for you is, considering that you're in ministry, and you've seen a lot, you know a lot, you've been through a lot, how would you tell a woman? Because like I said, I work with victims, I work with perpetrators, I do couples counseling, I do premarital counseling. How do you, or would you not say anything to this person? Or would you, how would you let them know, baby? You know how the old folks do it, baby. You might want to take time to know her or know him. How would you let that person know that this could be an unhealthy situation, or do you just ignore it? What, what would you do? Or even if it was your child, your daughter, what would you do? Um, one, what I'll do is I won't give them the if I were you type of thing. I'll give them the word of God like I always do. And then here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't believe in the, if I were you, because everybody got their own individual cross. I talk to women in relationships. I have talked to women in a group setting that knows a little bit about myself and my husband's relationship. And they asked me, well, Ms. Tim, how do you do? And I'm like, number one, let's get this clear to all our heads. What Miss Jean can carry, God might not have given you that dish. You understand? So it's an individual thing. That's a come I don't I don't when I when I do talk to ladies regarding relationships, I'm like, not just like you said, you picked that rib. You don't know if that's your assignment. You don't there know you until you get it. There you, go. you know what I'm saying? Mm. And then it's good because that you want to be in it or if I'm supposed to be dating you. You're right. You're right. It could exactly. be an assignment. But when God released you from that assignment, we still sometimes lingers on. I, I, but I, you don't girl, know when you're... 
Mm-hmm. Okay, but if we okay, we're talking about moving forward. Mm-hmm. If I set back, if I set back after I found out that I didn't marry my assignment, then you know I'm the type of person that believes in the word of God. The word of God said that which was sought for evil, I'll turn it to good. So I can't focus on what I messed up because it was my assignment to bring someone closer to my Savior, bring them closer to God, bring them in the full knowledge of who God is. And, and because I, I fell in love with my assignment, I'm going to get dinged for it. No, God is not that type of God. Now, society may say, oh, well, it looks from our view and what you're telling us that this thing is toxic and this, that, and the third. But if you ain't never wore my shoes, why are you trying to put on my pumps and I wear a nine and you in a ten? Yeah. Moving forward. Let me share uh-huh. this information. This is coming from an article, and it talks about the 12 signs that it's time to move on from a relationship. And like I said, when it brings you more pain and joy, and yes, no one can make you happy, make you sad, but they can compliment your happiness or your sadness. You know, whether I'm talking to a woman or I'm talking to a man, if I'm talking to a man and this woman has a negative attitude, a negative disposition, it's highly manipulative. I'm not going to tell the man to leave the woman, but I'm going to, I tell people, I can't break you up and I can't keep you together. All I can do is put the issues out there on the table and you make the decision on what you're going to do about it. Now, another one it talks about when you, it says, um, the fourth one is when you stay on expecting that he or she will change. That could be an issue. It says when you keep justifying his or her actions to yourself, when he or she is causing you emotionally, physical, or verbal hurt, when the same situation reoccurs even though you were tired of addressing it, when he or she puts little or no effort into the relationship, that one is a big one. We can go back to that one. The next one is talks about when your fundamental values and beliefs are different, when the relationship holds you back against are preventing you both from growing as individuals. When you stay on expecting things to get better, or when neither of you feel the same way about each other, those are some of the signs that they give. Because sometimes we hold on to things, and then sometimes we'll hold on, and that person may leave us or may walk out on us. And yet we've tried to do everything that we possibly could to try to save it because we didn't want to move. It's like playing chess. They moved on without us. Gilbert, what do you think about some of the things that I I just read? I think at the end of the day, you just got to practice thinking better about yourself and just enjoy the journey, you know what I mean? Accept what it is and let go of what it was. Have faith in your journey, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I learned to accept, like how you tell me not to quit trying to control things I have no control over. So mm-hmm. I just, instead of going against it, I just go with it, you know what I mean? Whatever happens is going to happen, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just constantly and embrace yourself at the fact that you are more than one broken piece, I guess you could say, too. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the I don't know. That I Change, like evolve, start over. Correct. 
one of the things that I like about this topic is when we're talking about moving forward is you have to know when to move. And a lot of times we feel stuck. We feel trapped. Yeah, feel and there's a, lot of, there's a lot of followers nowadays, no more leaders. You know, we need to be more leading, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Now, I want to share some information because sometimes when people may move on or leave us, there's nothing we can do about that. You know, they used to say there were three deal breakers, abuse, abandonment, and addiction. What are you supposed to do? Stuck? And that's there. And the question came up with, how long does it take to get over a breakup? It depends. You know, I've heard people say, well, I got upset because this person moved on within 30 days or this person was with somebody the next day or whatever the case may be. But it depends. Now, we know that heartbreak typically represents a serious source of emotional and physical pain. You love the person and you've lost that person. And you're going to experience lingering grief. Now, when we're talking about grieving, people go through what's called the, 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 the doubt. The denial, the anger, the bargaining, the acceptance, the guilt, and then the hope. So that's the grief process. But unfortunately, there's no definitive answer. It, it may take a few weeks to get over a breakup. It could take a year. Everybody is different. But you have to heal because you don't want to stay stuck in the past. And the healing will come with time. You know, some individuals have pain. They get, they get an online poll, Gilbert. And it said, when looking at the timelines of breakups and the sites that they referred to, and they talked about this, they said that the results on the poll suggest that it takes an average of about 3.5 months to heal. While recovery after a divorce might take closer to 1.5 years, if not longer. Now, you know, Gilbert, I worked with you. I know you was angry. I know you took from much kids. I know it took you a lot to just say, "I gotta move forward." What was that breaking point for you, Gilbert? What did it what? What was that breaking point for you when you realized I gotta move forward? When I when I saw her with that other guy, I was just like, "I'm a G," you know what I mean? That ain't gonna happen to me, you know what I mean? And I can't go back to that because. It's just gonna happen again, you know what I mean? And I've gone through a lot because this girl, you know what I mean? Like everyone thought drugs was a program, like was a program was a problem, cause but that wasn't even the problem. And look at I ended up back in your class because of a DV right after the drug program. And it's like I realized I wasn't I wasn't the problem, and I had to quit changing myself, but. Not necessarily stop changing because I was changing every day. I was trying to change and learn and how to be different every day. And then, you know what I mean? Like, I read something the other day. It said, people bring up your past and bring up old things because they're still the old them. And that just rang a bell mm-hmm. with me, with her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's but, deep. That's deep. And, you know, one of the things that I was proud of you in regards to, Gilbert, is you started focusing more on self-care, and like I was talking with Jennifer, self-care does not mean being selfish. you got to take care of yourself. You can't punish somebody else. You can't make them pay for the hurt and the pain that they've caused you. So 
So therefore, the best revenge is success. Take care of yourself. God says vengeance is mine. So you don't have to throw up things that people say. You don't have to be mad because they left you or cheated on you or moved on with their life. Because there comes a point in time that eventually you're going to have to move on with yours because God will never forsake you and he will always send you a comforter. That doesn't mean he's going to send you another boo, but he may send you someone to help you get through this pain. And it kind of goes back to what Jennifer yeah. and I were talking about, about being an assignment. I remember one time I said, I told the guy, after I was looking at the situation, I said, I don't know if I'm here, as you an assignment? Or if I'm supposed to be getting close to you because this ain't right, you know? But then we and then all this talk about God. I, I know I know God got me. I know God got mm-hmm. me, and he knows I wasn't done right. But I don't wish anything bad. You know what I mean? The letter B, like whatever she does, she does. But mm-hmm. eventually we all get a taste of our own medicine, I believe, because that's how you learn or if you choose to learn or you know what I mean. But well, you she's going to have to deal with her. Yes, exactly. And mm-hmm. I realized I was walking for, for I was walking for people who wouldn't even crawl for me. You know what I mean? Ooh, and, ooh. <laughs> Gilbert, that is deep. That is deep. When you walking for someone that won't even crawl for you, or no matter how far you try to go, they're pulling you back. And you got to find your purpose, and you know your purpose is to do something bigger and better, and yet you can't. You know, I like Paula White's book. She has a book called Holdness, Making Relationship Work. She said, a relationship is healthy when I can be me, you can be you, we can be us. I can grow, you can grow, we can grow. If you're not growing and you're just wasting your time, time is precious. And time is something you can't get back. Now, with moving forward nope. and ending the relationship, I want to tell you, the listeners out there, it says, when they talk about when should you, whatever, how long is it going to take, it depends on a lot of factors. The one thing you talk about first is your commitment. Generally speaking, the more invested you were, the more distressed you're likely to experience when the relationship ends. Perhaps you like your partner's company, you enjoy spending time with each other, or spending time together, but you don't really see a future. Eventually, you mutually decide to look for something more serious elsewhere. Sometimes people don't even tell you that they're moving forward. I did a show last week about spousal abandonment. The one thing I learned about spousal abandonment was, in many cases, the spouse was abandoned, and they thought the relationship was going wrong. They didn't even know that something was even wrong. You know, why would you not move forward if the person is already gone? That's one of the things that I see a lot in, the, in dealing with couples, is one is already checked out of the relationship. So you got the commitment again. So that's that's one thing. And you're gonna miss the person, you're gonna miss seeing them, you're gonna feel some loneliness, but now it's time for you to get to know you. Now is the time for you to get to invest and nurture into yourself. That's how you move forward. The next thing it talks about is the intelligence. When a relationship ends because a partner cheated, recovery might follow something of a rocket path. Along with processing the breakup and learning to cope with the loss of your partner, you also have to come to terms with the fact that they shattered your trust. And sometimes that trust can be very difficult 
to rebuild. Now, they have a called the trauma of betrayal, and it can have a lingering effect on your mental health and make it harder to move on and fully trust your future partners. So what, there's a difference, and I always tell individuals, there's a difference in baggage and there's a difference in trauma. People can work with baggage, but you can't really work hard with trauma because you're not a professional. And even as a professional, I know that there's some trauma that ain't messing with. So we need to be mindful of that when we're talking about even with the infidelity. Now, it doesn't mean that a marriage or a relationship cannot survive infidelity because it can. But if you have a person that is a chronic cheater, if you have a person that is having multiple affairs, you got some decisions you got to make. If you live with it or you're going to move. The next one is the relationship quality. Healthy relationships often have a positive effect on your well-being, but lower quality or unhealthy relationships might not have offered the same benefit. If you and your partner fought a lot, had communication problems, or always seem to be on the verge of calling it quits, you might feel more relieved than upset when the relationship ends. Now, Jennifer, I don't know if you've experienced this or worked with individuals with moving forward, but they have people that will make ultimatums, make threats. If you don't do this, I'm leaving. Or I want a divorce. And keep playing with the D word of a divorce. And then finally, the person divorcing like baby, you just you just dodged the bullet. What would you say what to about the C word in regards to that? The D word is a divorce. When people keep telling you no, or the C word or what they do the C is word, cops. they keep threatening to leave you. I'm leave. Oh, yeah. oh, there you go, Gilbert. Call a cop. That's another one. I've heard men say, you call a cop on me one time, I'm out. I ain't coming back. Jennifer, what, what, did you take, what would you like the listeners to know in regards to that? When individuals are, when it's time to um, move forward, threatening to leave you. Uh, well, one, I haven't really dealt with it in my personal life, but I have mm-hmm. shared with women in the group at um, the center that I was working at out here in Nevada, Behavior Health Team Network. I literally tell them, uh, tell them goodbye. <laughs> mm-hmm. You make a mm-hmm. hypothetical. You tell me you leaving. My words is bye. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't don't want anyone thinking that they can't move on. And what I mean by that, the the relationship might not even be a marriage. It could be a long-term boyfriend and girlfriend thing. But if you threaten to leave, I have three words to tell you. Bye. That's it. (laughs) I'm not going to go into why why you leaving. What did I do? This is not by you know, and, or and and then I I sealed it with and God bless. Do you know which one I used to hate? Uh-huh. What's that, Gilbert? Oh, if you leave, I'm, I'm gonna go with a different guy. I'm, I'm gonna go with another guy. I used to hate that one a lot. Oh, well, so give you that person a celebrated I'm going party. You know, I, I don't believe in, I, here, here's the thing. When you're moving forward and you're dealing with uh, another individual, 
you got to remember that, one, I, I constantly tell ladies, um, because I know that's the ministry, and see, if I don't, my bishop said it best yesterday, Bishop TDJ, he spoke about no receipts, no respect. If I ain't never been through something, I ain't got no receipt to show. So how you going to respect anything I give you out of my mouth, number one? Mm-hmm. So if you never want to choose in which the question I'm going to throw at you in regards to my relationship or moving forward, and you give me a good thing not to badge a person, because that's another thing we as women of all colors, we know how to badge a man once we feel that uh, he has destroyed our trust for them, um, he has destroyed mm-hmm. my my love to love anybody again, and I guess that's why statistics show that women turn to other women, and and so you got to be careful with all of that. I don't allow anyone to validate me, Jennifer. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about Jennifer. So the thing mm-hmm. is, you don't want to get if you're moving forward, even if you're staying in the relationship, you don't want to give that person that much power. Uh-huh. Giving a person the to control you, to manipulate you, giving them that, okay, I, I won't do it again, okay, please don't leave me, then you're giving them your power. Now, giving a person a power, I have to look at it biblically because of who I am, that's witchcraft. Now uh-huh. you want to control me with Jezebel's spirit. Now you want to control uh-huh. me because you ain't got control of yourself. You can't control me if you out of control. And if I pick that up, one thing about women, I like that one. I like that one. Intuition. Okay, women got instinct. Instincts. You can hide that. You can say I don't see it or any of that. But when you get that gut feeling way down in the pit of your gut, or the hair on the back of your neck by the man, then you got that option. Right. What did say? Would someone tell you who they are or show you who they are, please believe them? Sometimes you and need to know what to put on your run. My mama used and to that say, right there, you got the option to take that off your plate or you got the option to leave it on your plate. But if you don't know who you are, that's why you pick up intuition. I'm the type of person I will dish out to you the same thing you dish out to me. Don't serve me some if I can't swing that boomerang. This is a buffet. Hell yeah. A relationship is a buffet. I ain't going to eat hot dogs when you over there eat steak. So if you eat steak or you trying to serve me a wall steak, I'm tear it up like a wolf. You know, I'm a leader uh-huh. of a pack. Don't throw me with the wolves because when I come out, I'm in the front. Because of who I am, but a lot of people, a lot of women don't want to tap into who they are. A lot of women want a man to validate them. A lot of women want, well, I, my daddy, I got daddy issues, so I got man issues. No, damn that. Excuse my language, but forget all that. I don't have yeah. daddy issues because I know who my daddy is. So that's right. what's wrong with society now. Mm-hmm. They try to look for validation in anybody or to justify why a person shouldn't leave them. But if anybody tell me I'm out, I found love over there because I was with Susie, then mwah, you and Susie. God bless. Yeah. Well, well, that's how I turned out. That's why I turned out to be into today's thing. A lot of this, I believe, is a learned behavior because we watched our parents do it. 
You know, we watched our parents be in unhealthy relationships. I told my mother a long time ago, I will have A through Z on my mailbox before I get dogged out by one because I know I'm wifey material. So I'm not going to sit around, lay around, mm-hmm. wait around, knowing I'm wasting my time. I ain't got time for that. Because I know who I am and I know who I am, so I don't need to do that. And like you said, I don't need somebody to tell me, oh, this, this, oh, this, this, oh, that. I can look in the mirror and tell my own self that. I tell my own self, you know what? I can do da 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 I called one of my friends today, one of my old male friends that I had relationships with years ago. And he's talking the same thing he was talking almost 29 years ago. I'm like, really? I have moved on from all of that. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't care for this man as a person. Friends 
and loved ones can offer emotional support by listening as you talk through what happens. It helps to distract you, and it provides company when you don't want to be alone. Who? What do you think about that, Gilbert? You know, you text me all kind of. Uh, you you t- <laughs> you don't. Give but me you said you said who helps you? Well, what do you think about that, Gilbert? With spending time with um friends. Um, sometimes, like, you know, and straight up, like, it's better to go to someone you don't know, like, or, like, someone that's not mm-hmm. in your circle, like, for example, like, how I go to you, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. some, like, sometimes people use stuff that you did in the past against you to, like, try to bring you down, so, you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. it's better not to tell everyone your problems, because, like, I notice yeah. I do when I, like, try to talk to my mom. Yes. I mean, that's just at least my experience, you know what I mean? Others are different, but, like, I, I kind of regret telling my mom, like, opening up to her, like, how I did and stuff, because it hasn't been the same since, like, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. now they all always have in their head that I'm that person because they're toxic and they're still their old selves, you know what I mean, doing the same old thing, and mm-hmm. it's probably getting them mad, passing them up, you know what I mean? I, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I wish them the best and stuff. I'm not trying to, like step on toes, but I'm passing them up now, and they're like, hey, you know what, I'm going to mess with this guy, so I could, he ain't going to be better than me, you know, so, people want to see the good, but not better than them, you know what I mean? And you know what, Jennifer, I want to share this one with you, they talk about also the healing process is focus on self-care, self-care is not being selfish, but sometimes in the immediate days following a breakup, you may not particularly feel like going to bed, waking up at regular time, showering, leaving the house, or cooking. But it's totally fine to give yourself some time to set some things aside because you've got to take care of yourself. Now, Ms. Nancy just hung up. I wanted to know what she wanted to say, but she just hung up. Um, you can also call and log in on Facebook, too. Now, the next one is says, keep a balanced perspective. As you begin to process the breakup, try to look at the relationship and the demise and demise it objectively, putting all the blame of the breakup on yourself or putting it on your ex probably won't do that much in recovery. In fact, they indicate that research suggests taking a negative view of your ex could help you get over them quickly, but doing so also seems to increase the amount of distress you feel. So you don't want to blame it on another, on another person because we all play a role. And so we just need to know what our role is. And like I said, forgiveness is huge. And you also, how to know you're over it. While there's no surefire way to determine when you're finally over something or break up, they say you know you're over it when you don't talk about it no more. When you don't bring it up no more, you know when it's going to bother you. So it says if it says, you can think back to the good times you had together without pain. You no longer avoid shared activities or favorite restaurants. You feel whole and complete as your own person. It doesn't hurt to think about them. And you feel ready to try dating again and open up to someone new. Now, it's interesting because my ex-husband called in on the show. We didn't have a bad relationship. We really didn't. We were just young when we married, you know, different views. We, but we're still friends. We still get along. We still communicate with one another. Some individuals may find that kind of odd, like, okay. And, I mean, I know it's number when I see it's number. But when we start talking about moving forward, you've got to be willing to step out on faith. 
you got to know when, you know what, I can't change this person. This person is changing me. It's kind of like, Jennifer, when you asked me about with Byron, and I told you that I knew I had to move forward when I saw Byron was bringing me out of character. I was coming right. out of character. I wasn't being who I was or who God meant for me to be. And when that man asked me, do you not want me for another man? And I said, yes, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he said, you better not let me catch you with him. And when my mother told me before I married him, she said, if you ever cheated, he'll kill you. And when I brought that to his attention and the sucker told me, yes, he would, I'm supposed to stay in a situation like that where the man told me I would kill you? Hell, no. I ain't doing that. So when I started seeing those red flags, I wouldn't go get caught up in the, well, God, and I'm supposed to, I, I did that. I thought that we were soulmates. I, we were so opposite. But the thing is, he respected me. Sometimes right. people don't want you to move forward. Now, with my son's father, he was different. I had to move forward from that, too. He respected me, too, but he had different issues. So I had to stay away from him. I couldn't maintain a friendship with him. But when he died and when he got sick, I accepted his apology. Don't hold on to that stuff. Because I knew I had to move on with my life. Moving on, even though we talk about relationships, we got employment issues. We got some individuals <laughs> that are scared to leave their job. Right, right. Right. And that's the thing, Ms. Um, it's like uh, when a person, like when you the topic to me, um, you texted to me yesterday. And I was like, this is a, a vast area. When you say the word moving forward, the world has been in a pandemic mm-hmm. that none of us have seen. Ever seen. Mm-hmm. Is, I, I, I'm like, once I feel that I got my family together, and that's talking about my husband, my children, our grandchildren, the dogs, the cat, the fish. My family is not my focus point in moving forward. I could place them mm-hmm. at the altar. Thing is, what about what about my friends? What about society? Mm-hmm. You know, Pastor was talking about yesterday of uh, in one of my um, new member class how that the world is is so upside down and fickle that we're missing because we're so focused on now Ukraine and Russia that America is missing America. We're missing so much that we can separate the states all the way down to the county and then to the city. There's so much loss in each individual city that form up a state that we can't move mm-hmm. forward because, one, we on the team that we're afraid, should I wear a mask, should I not wear a mask? Uh, should I, if this person sneezed, oh, my God, they got COVID. Um, if a person coughs, mm-hmm. oh, my God, they got we're so in a in a pandemic. The question is, how do we move forward from that? How well, do we? We're not going to take twenty years of my life. I don't even know. When you I know, was looking at my social media uh, yesterday, Obama had COVID. I tested positive. Yeah. I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" You know, because a lot right. of people are so lax on these things. Now Obama tested positive for COVID. So right. we got to pay attention he, he, to some 
and you got to know when to move. You got to know. And I'm looking at exactly. something right now, and this iPad, it says, we have to learn how to let go of what's not working. Bottom line. A lot of people don't know how to let go of what's not working. We try to make it work. It says, have you ever walked through the mud and had your boots stuck in your foot and your fly out? It said, when this happens, you usually have two choices. Either put the boots back on and keep pedaling through or repeating the frustration as it continuously gets stuck. Or you can take off the boot and move forward. The same is true with life. When we get stuck, we often, what they call, stay in the mud or try to drag out our boots along, but we keep doing what's clearly not working. Sometimes we used to say, if it ain't ain't broke, don't fix it. But you see this ain't working. You see we're not going nowhere. We see we're two different individuals. So sometimes we have to know where we need to move forward because this ain't working. Mm -hmm. And like I said, that's not a form of manipulation. That's not a threat. That's not a demand. That's not telling a person different things. I tell people it was people. They got to be willing. They got to be ready. And they got to be able. Some individuals not able. They just not gonna grow with you. They just not gonna glow with you. They're not able. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Some people are not able. Well, you know, got bad habits. Right. Well, you know, and this is my opinion. Okay, just just an opinion like everybody got a butthole. When it comes down to relationship, when you get into a relationship, and my husband and I have been together um, almost 30 years. Uh, we've been married uh, 19 years, okay? And when you jump into that relationship, and I think this is what happened with women, they jump into that relationship like this is my knight in shining armor. The man jumped into the relationship like this is my Cinderella. So you didn't jump into this relationship as a fantasy already. Strike number one. Number two, we try to become what that person wants us to be, and then we lose our identity. And then when they break our chest, break our heart, break break the egg, okay, like Humpty Dumpty, then we're angry at that individual angry at ourselves, but you should have been angry at yourself at the very beginning because you started becoming what they wanted you to be and not who you are. I think my husband said it best. We're both Taurus. He's the 17th. I'm the 12th of May. And we clash like it ain't nobody business. The horns come out. And and my thing is always telling, well, babe, my horns stay out. I stay armed. I stay ready. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't let nobody snatch who I am. And I think that's mm-hmm. what happened. Even, you know, like, like you said, um, when you started seeing yourself being taken out of character. Now, if that best mm-hmm. where you taken out of character was to move on without remaining married, that was for you. Sometimes people can stay in character, stay <laughs> in a relationship. Jennifer, that was for both yes. of because somebody was going to be uh-huh. That wasn't just. It ain't gonna be me. That for the both of us, cause somebody was gonna wind up dead. My mama already said that he was gonna kill me first, or kill me if I cheated. Then he admitted oh, oh, now, it. See, okay. oh, no, now that was the thing. 
Now, when it got to that point, yeah, leave, leave. I, 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 would, I think I would have been like, hey, hey, home. We didn't. You know, or, we didn't hey, know. girlfriend. We didn't. You know. You wanted love and my attention. He wanted my love and my attention, and he would play emotional games with me to try to get me to show affection. He would try to do things to get me because he was used to other women acting that way to show that they loved him. I don't love like that. I don't need to call you names, beat you up, do all of this to say I love you. I don't need to do that. That's right. the problem. And see, what that was, he was trying to put you in the bowl with the rest of the guppy. I'm not a guppy. I'm a shark. So I can't, I can't get in no bowl. You know what I'm saying? You, go. you would never you know, be able to that's... put me in a bowl when I'm a shark. And then if but you, you know do put what? me in a bowl, it's going to be a But you know what, Jennifer? That is a problem right there. That is a problem right there. And that's because uh, people do. They put women in a bowl. They think that they all yep. the same. Men, right. I mean, women put men in a bowl. They think men are all the same, too. We both do that. We and do. Right, we right. Become a problem because we people lose their individualization and their autonomy. I tell people I'm not a typical female. I'm not like some of the women that you may have dated or married or I may react and respond differently, but I think I'm pretty easy to talk to. But that's where the trauma comes in because it brings up old stuff. So if it's bringing these things up and you see that you're stuck, even if you can move forward, but if the person is willing to come along, fine. When I date or when I'm with a person, I ask them, how do you feel about me being a business owner? How do you feel about me doing radio? How do you feel? I need to know these things because I was previously married to someone that didn't like me doing none of this. And this is a part of who I am. He did not like right. that. That was not going to work. If you are a child of God and you got a person telling you they don't want you going to church, spiritual abuse is abuse. It's real. So right. That's when you know that something may be hindering your growth or stopping you from moving forward. And it could be because of their own insecurities, their own stuff. Right. So don't let no do that to you. Don't let nobody do that to you. So I'm going to end the show now because I know I got it. Like I said, I got to go, and it's already 1 o'clock. Tomorrow I want to talk about protecting your peace because our emotions are all over the place right now because we've got so much going on in our homes and our world with death, with all of this stuff that's, that's, that's going on. So we have to do better with protecting our peace. Because we got some people that are peace destroyers. They will do it on purpose just to bring you out of your peace. Out your peace. So thank you for right. joining me. Jennifer, I appreciate you. Gilbert, I appreciate you. We lost Mr. Hamilton. We lost, um, uh, okay, this is the woman's name right about now. My head is so gone. But I want to thank you guys. I appreciate you. And if there's any topic that you want me to discuss, please reach out to me and let me know. And we can go from there. And, again, if you want to call in on the show, give me a call, 516-387-1914. So until tomorrow, let's check our peace. Thank you. Just let it go.